Welcome everyone. Welcome everyone. Day 13, is it? Day 13 of 21 days live Facebook event. We're discussing the belief in lack and how it creates suffering. I hope everyone can hear me. My speaker has been behaving rather well. But I see somebody's online. If you can just give me a heads up. Hello, Michelle. Could you just confirm if the sound is good? Thank you. Hi, Laurie. Sounds great, but I have to go. Oh, Laurie just hangs around to give me a sound check every day. <laughs> and then off she goes. <laughs> Darling, have a fabulous day. Right. Good morning. I can hear you great. Thank you, Michelle. Now that we've got that confirmed, I see yesterday was a magnificent day. Um, I'd like to uh, thank my dear friend, Michael. To act, He actually transcribed words coming out of this mouth that seemed to have hit a nail on the head for somebody. I'm really, really grateful for you, Michael. Thank you for doing that. That was lovely. I don't transcribe my words. They're not my words. They just seem to come out because everyone's asking beautiful questions. So I was inspired this morning. I just heard these words, the description, the mind, how it describes beautifully. And it said, the question is the first step to dancing with the solution. Oh my God. I thought I need to write that down. And I did. And I created a quote. And this is one of the things that I'd like to really express. For those of you that are standing on a vibrational platform and hearing these descriptions that feel off and awful, you're having quite an experience. But I do would like I would like to describe what it does feel like when you're hearing the mind describing platforms at various uh, vibrational frequencies. Like I really enjoyed that description this morning. The question is the first step to dancing with the solution. Did I come up with that? No. Where's the I? I did put my name there. Because that's how we're all interacting in this beautiful game called life. Reality. 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 Imagination. Reality. Imagination. Reality. Reality. So let's put into perspective everything that we've said, okay? Because I have been re receiving some questions and um, thank you for sharing all your beautiful experiences with moi. So I will be reading one question because I feel like it hits the nail right on the head. But before we get there, let's just summarize together, shall we? So what do we know? What do we know until now? That the mind will describe, what, what does it describe? Your location. What is your location? Your current platform. Where you currently are. Where you currently are vibrating. Remember our point of reference, source. Source that doesn't live anywhere, but gives you a point of reference to let you know how you're feeling. All right? And it lets you know how you're feeling in accordance to the belief you've just landed on, the perspective that is now allowing you to have this, this experience. So what do we know? That when you're landed there, that wherever you are, you are. Let's just make peace. You're on. You are where you are. Hello, Petal. She's coming home in two days. You are where you are. And now, mind describes. It's describing. Everything that you've been sharing with me in your little emails are descriptions, are descriptions. The mind describes, defines, labels, categorizes, pigeonholes, criticizes, condemns. It's all form of describing where your current platform. Then as descriptions come along, there are, there's imagery. There's imagery. It's an imagination. It's an ima imagine. 
is an imagery of the description. And now you're getting feedback. You're getting an emotion. And this is the communication between you, who you believe to be the painting, and who you really are, the painter. So the confusion that we're having when we're having these conversations is that when I refer to you, I'm referring to you. When you refer to you, you're referring to the painting. Oh, miscommunication. No, not really. But let's just get this into perspective because this is the whole enchilada people. So let's see. Our thoughts, what are thoughts? They describe. It's like a pen that just sort of subtitles your experience. Is that you? No. Then, an imagery pops up because the more you're transcribing, the more you're defining. The, when you read, as you're reading these words, whoever loves reading books, you kind of, while you're reading, you get an imagery. Like if it's describing a forest on a dark, dark night and it's foggy and mist. Hmm. There's an imagery. All right? Got it. So now, how does that feel? Now, through the description, which are words strung together, uh, providing you with an imagery, you're getting feedback. What are you getting feedback? You're getting feedback, mathematically speaking, in regards to the imagery and the description you've just described and what the belief. So the belief I'm not good enough with, the, the, with this description that you've just described, you're going to get feedback. Now, if you keep the same description and the same imagery with another belief, I am good enough, you're going to get another feeling. Do you get that? So it's not the description and it's not the labeling. It's not the imagery. They are all neutral. It is the perspective. The perspective is that which you believe to be. So again, I always refer to the traders because I hang out so much with them. So a trade moving up and down, if it's losing or winning, it really wouldn't hurt anyone. It's either going up or it's either going down. But if you believe to be the loser, the perspective, okay, I believe I am a loser. I believe I am no good. I believe I am not enough. I believe I am not special. I don't know enough. I'm not successful. I'm not this. I'm not that. When you see that image, it sort of reminds you of who you're currently believing to be. So it's not the description of your life events that is creating the pain. No, 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 no. The title of the show is The Belief in Lack Creates Suffering. It is not the descriptions and they are not the imagery. Okay, the images have got nothing to do. It's all neutral, darling. All neutral. It is the belief that you believe to be. The thing about beliefs, what do they shine the light on? And this is where I'd like to go with it. Because in this whole conversation, where are you in it? Well, if I'm not the one describing wrath, that's the mind. It just, you land there and it describes, that's not me. These images that pop in, the mind just created this beautiful imagery. Oh, beautiful. Thank you so much, mind, for doing that. Lovely. That's not you either. The feeling is just an indication, the ringing of the bell, to tell you where you are vibrationally, to, you know, tell you. You are now landed on platform number 22, so you kind of know where you are. So where are you in this picture? You are nowhere to be seen, as you are the one 
You are that which notices all of it. You are the noticing. You are that which notices. Does noticing speak? No. That's the mind. Describes. There is no speaking. Does noticing live in the body? No. The body has sensations to let you know how far away you are from yourself. That's not you either. Consciousness, the light, awareness, noticing. It doesn't speak. So we're getting a bit confused when you say, I am this. You are not the belief, I am not good enough. I am not good enough is a perspective. It's a belief. It's a thought that's been thought many, 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 many times. And now it is belief. And the belief will create the perspective. And now it has created an experience. The combination of definitions, imagery, and feelings allow you to have an experience. Experience in a 3D, three-dimensional, time-space reality. What does 3D mean? That you can literally see it from above, below, sideways. You can literally see it. Now, another example. This is a good one. This is a good one. Let me get a piece of paper. So, our definition between an imagery, uh, when you see something on a piece of paper, you're going through a magazine, oh, that's, that's the picture, it's not real. It's photoshopped, it's not real, okay? So what is the definition? Can you see this? This is a coin, and I've laid it down. You can only see one side of it, okay? You can only see one side of the coin. So if this were a picture, like it is on your screen, okay? You're seeing one side of the coin. It's two-dimensional. You don't see the whole coin. So when we are looking and defining, describing, and you see it all plat like an image, all right, it doesn't do much to you because the mind has given meaning that when it's flat on its back and you only see one side of the coin, it's imagination. We don't give it any importance at all. But when you're seeing the two sides of the coin, meaning I can see the one side and the side at the same time. So when you're seeing two sides of the coin, we're giving life to it, meaning it's three-dimensional. If it's standing and I can see both sides of it, that is reality. Ooh. Where's she going with this? Where's she going with this? Well, this is what the meaning you give to things. If I'm only seeing one side of it, and that's what you do in imagination. You're seeing images that's describing what you currently prefer. But you give it no attention. It's like, oh, that's never going to happen. Until you don't see both sides of it. Now it's 3D. And it's standing right here in front of you. But you keep wanting to see the one side of it. So the beauty of duality, when you say, I don't have enough, that's one side of the coin. All right? One side of the coin. And your descriptions are constantly showing you that there is another side to it. There is another side to it. So until you don't bring in the other side to it, and you cannot see the other side to it, it won't be your reality. It'll still be the imagery in your head that you keep playing out. So, I don't have enough. I want enough. I don't see it. I want to see it. I don't, I'm not important. I am important. Bring the two sides. So when you are feeling... And this is why your tracking sheet is very, very helpful to get you in the momentum of going. That if you can identify while you're noticing, and when I say noticing, it's literally noticing. There is no speaking involved. Every time there's a definition, that's the mind of, of you know, describing your platform. So the moment you say something, notice 
oh, so unlucky. Look at all these things that have happened to me. It's like a Woody Allen movie. That went wrong, that went wrong, that went wrong, that went wrong. I used to pride myself as I love solving problems. In order to have problems to solve, I needed to interact and keep creating the experiences of problems. But what I didn't notice, how soothing and tasty and sweetie the solution was. Like I would find a solution and just say, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? Like the solution wasn't even appreciated. I didn't sink into it. I didn't feel the feeling of clicking that into place. Because all eyes were on problem, 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 problem. And then the perspective I had, I'm good at solving problems. I love problems. So if I'm only looking at problems, I, I was all, never satisfied when I found the solution. And hence, the dissatisfaction was a completely endless black hole of a pit because problems were in abundance. Did I see it? No, because I never stopped to smell the flowers of the other side of the coin. The other side of the coin. So my reality, my actual reality was never appreciated because all I could see was the one side of the coin and I kept complaining that I felt dissatisfied. I was the one holding the perspective, I love problems. Why? Because every time I solve a problem, I am now showing my worthiness. I'm valuable. I'm valuable. You need me here. You've got this problem. I only, I only know how to solve it. And so you go deeper. Why did, why did I love problems? Because it would self-fulfill that perspective. I'm not good enough. I'm not important enough. I'm not special enough. And I was always getting this indication because that was my flag. This is the flag of my vibrational platform. This is where I live. This is my island. And I have a flag. And it is now this is my flag. I am not important enough. I must solve problems. Then I will be appreciated, validated. And those were the jobs I was attracting. At fabulous jobs but they were all about solving problems and I never ever 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 stopped to smell the flower what a solution actually feels like I know what the problem feels like I've got that down I do not know what I didn't know what the solution feels like two sides of the coin two sides of the coin will give you the three-dimensionality what you call reality when you're not afraid of losing anymore and you know what losing feels like and you know what winning feels like and you're not gauging war against one or the other, but now you have a preference. You bathe into that feeling of winning. And to a trader, that would be just too simple. <laughs> too simple. This is no, no, trading needs to be hard needs to be oh, full of strain and stress. And we won't go there. But that is the expectation, is that you expect life to be difficult. And difficult has a feeling. Difficult, easy. Difficult, easy. Hard, soft. Hard, soft. Comfortable, uncomfortable. Comfortable? uncomfortable that's one of Marie's things I'm going to share darling so Marie it occurred to her today that her mind says we don't like to be uncomfortable pushing against uncomfortable want to be comfortable what does comfortable feel like you see, that's exactly what happens. Is that when you are pushing against one side of the coin, when you push against one side of the coin, you're creating separation. Separation, what comes up when you're separating? Lack. When you're not separating the two sides of the coin, because they're inseparable, but you don't know it, you keep looking at one side. Now, 
you don't have an issue with losing. You don't have an issue with, with winning. But which one feels more in alignment with thoughts? You'll always be called home. It will be a natural choice. It will be a natural choice. When you know the two different feelings, is that when you're feeling lack and have no idea, because you've never gone there, of what it could feel like to not have that problem. What would it feel like to not believe I'm not good enough? What would it feel like? That's what you do in meditation. You're taking the time to take a vacation from who you believe to be, kind of thing. And you explore what that would look like, what that would feel like, and you stay there. Because remember, who you are is the noticing. All you need to do is notice the both sides of the coin. Now, in order to have a description for the mind to describe what abundance feels like, you need to sort of explore and go and ask yourself the first question. I've identified that I believe I'm not special, I'm not successful, I'm not good enough. You've identified the one side of the coin. You've identified the address. This is the perspective that's having, giving me this experience. Now, once you identify the perspective, I believe I need to solve all my problems. Okay. How does that feel? So much to do. I've got to solve these problems. That's what the mind is describing, what you believe, that you're the one that needs to solve all these problems. You're the one that needs to achieve all of this. What is it that you want? What are you looking at? And what would the other side of the coin feel like if you just brought it into your awareness, that you just go and just look? But you guys all think that, oh, imagination, oh, imagination. Nothing happens in imagination. Darling, Everything happens in imagination. Everything. Because everything is being imagined and then described and seen and felt. Remember? So let's do this together. So I have a question. I have a question here. So this lovely person writes to me and Got a question though. Should I also notice my behavior and tendencies, how I behave, respond, and react to everything without wanting them to change? There's more. But let's stop there. So, if you remember in one of the past videos, I mentioned that when you're in when you're on a platform, when you're on this vibrational experience, what you call home right now, because you have a perspective, and now it's playing out, the definitions, the thoughts will be described. The thoughts will be described. There will be an imagery. And the action that will come forth will be equivalent to the description and to that perspective that you believe to be. So the action is, um, I don't like spiders, and the action would be, to flee or to kill it, all right? Actions is always something that is in alignment with that perspective. And if someone else has a different perspective, they will say to you, why did you do that? You could have done this. No, you couldn't have. Your action is always in alignment to your perspective. You couldn't have done anything different because that action is linked to this perspective. Do you get that? Now, the noticing, the noticing of your descriptions, the noticing of the imagery that comes with these descriptions, the noticing of the action, and you say, what do I do with that information, Raph? Everything. The noticing. Not trying to change anything you couldn't. That's the mind saying you're not good enough, you could have done things differently because you're living with a perspective you never do this right. You never get this done. You never achieve anything. And this is where I really want to put some perspective on, darling. 
So, this is one platform. This is another platform. You're either here or you're either here. When you're here, this is what's happening, this is what's being described, and this is what's being seen, and this is the actions that are equivalent to this perspective. Now, this perspective, I don't have enough, I do have enough. This is a completely different vibration. Now, from here, now from here, you're having different descri descriptions, new imagery, new feelings, and your actions are completely different. The achieving that the mind sees in linear is you going from here to here. Who's achieving this? It's not the mind. It's not you. No one achieves. It's just simply a different picture and then this picture. And it looks like you've achieved something. So, for example, let me give you an imagery. This is a scene from a movie. And there's a horse and there's a man on the ground. And in the next picture, there's the same man and the same horse, but the man is on the horse. So who achieved getting on the horse? I know there's no picture, but it gives you the idea. It's two different experiences being described. There's the man off the horse and there's the man on the horse. Who achieved getting on the horse? It's just in the picture. There's no achieving. You either can see it and then you, do, you can't see it. You can see it. You can't see it. It's just two different pictures. Who's achieving seeing it? Seeing is happening. The mind will always define and describe one perspective. So the perspective is always soaked in limitation. Hence, there's always this feeling something's missing until you bring both perspectives and until you see that perspective has two sides to it. Let me say it that way. Until you see that the perspective has two sides to it, not two. Let's not confuse the confused. I don't have enough. Oh, I do have enough. Oh, that's two sides. Oh, oh. Relief. But when you believe to be the perspective on the one side, it's like, oh my God, I am the painting. And that's why the painting is so limited because you see it as a two-dimensionality. You see it as two dimensions. It doesn't have any sort of life. It's just like, oh, I am the victim of this darn portrait. It's just me. But when you bring the other side to it, it takes life. It's a three-dimension. You can now play in this thing called what we've defined a reality. Reality is when we see three dimensions. Imagery, imagination, is because you see two dimensions. Meaning, it's only one side of the coin. So what is the perspective you're stuck on? So going back to the question, should I also notice my behavior and tendency? Yes. Noticing is who you are. You are the noticing. You are noticing. Every time you notice, ah, you highlight. That's who I am. You highlight knowing that you're not the thoughts. You highlight knowing you're not the actions. You highlight knowing you're not the, the descriptions. You highlight knowing you're not the imagery. You highlight knowing that you're not the perspective. You notice my behavior, my tendency, how I behave, respond and react. That is all happening in equivalent to everything without wanting them to change. Without wanting them to change. Without wanting them to change. That feeling that comes up that you want things to be different. is asking you, is asking you, is asking you, what is the other side of the coin? And this is when you are gentle. When 
you're in meditation or you've just come out of meditation and you contemplate and you ask the question, you can't start asking the question in the midst of the acting out. That's your part. That's your cue. Play it out, darlings. Could you imagine Marie and I when we're having our conversations and she's like, a, and say, oh, I can see your perspective in the midst. I mean, she'd just give me a slapper and say, rubbish. Because the momentum's already going. She's living out that thing. You've got to wait. Wait. Just let it be lived out. The definition has started. The imagery is done. The actions are taking place. You're actually living that experience. And an experience is what you live for. All right. You don't point out and say, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. This should change. No. This beautiful experience is exactly what needs to be lived. Because once you've lived out the one side of the coin, you know what it feels like. Now, that perspective is now asking you to look at the other side and allowing you to feel the inclusion of the two sides of the coin. So you can bring that to life, to reality within you. And you will always go with what feels better because the noticing has noticed there's a relief there. So you're pushing against one. What was the rest of the question? I feel like if I just watch and do nothing to change my current status, then I'm stuck in it. I feel if I do nothing. You never do anything. The only thing you're doing, you're doing, is playing it out. The doing is not you. The doing is a reactive mode that the body, the body now just participates in the experience. You never do say anything. Who you are is the noticing. The mind wants to do, the mind wants to achieve because you believe to be the perspective and say, I'm not important. If I do this, I will be important. I've solved my problem. Darlings, none of us solve our problems. We're not solving our problems and we're not finding the solution. It is occurring to us. It is occurring to us where to place our conscious attention so then we can have that experience. There is no doing and no achieving. You don't do anything. You don't solve any problems. The problem and the solution arise and then you can, oh, that feels like that, that feels like that. Experiences. You are the one that has the experiences. You are not the, you're not the doer, you're not the achiever. That is a descriptive mode of the mind. I must do this. How does that feel? When you notice feeling, that's it. You notice feeling, you've got a hold on this. You can literally become a deliberate creator in this when you notice the feelings. And notice the two sides of the coin. And just feel that None of this is you. I'm not my mind. I'm not my body. These are beautiful tools that allows me to play in this 3D, three-dimensional reality. And I live it out. This morning, I experienced a lack of time. I had so many things to do. I had to go outside. I had chores to do. I had to come back. The gas man was coming to bring in the gas. And everything was sort of happening all at the same time. I just took a deep breath and brought my vision here to myself. And all I could describe, my mind was described, everything happens at the same time. I can be anywhere at the same time sort of thing. Is that what, what I was feeling? That I would be there receiving the gas. I would be there doing my chores. I would be there doing that. And I just saw myself doing it. But not in a linear time. It was like an imagery saying hello to the gas man. Thank you for coming. And then going there. I was just seeing these different images. 
And it was just, and then I came, and in fact, everything happened so synchronistically. Like the moment I came in, and that was another thing, I was running against the weather because I had my brand new suede shoes on and there were clouds coming. And I didn't want to get them wet. So I was like oh, running out of time. Said as I walked in, it poured down cats and dogs, and my nice shoes were nice and dry. So it's it's literally seeing reality with different eyes. It's literally questioning the nature of reality. Your experiences are a sum total of clusters of thoughts and words knitted together descriptions. You are in none of that. You are noticing. Notice. And I love it when you guys write to me and say, I notice that and there's no party. If you say, I notice, have a party. You've just noticed. Noticed that you noticed and have a party. Hmm. Have an internal party. like Just that acknowledgement, you noticed that you noticed the noticing, aware. You became aware of something that before you were unaware of. Become familiar with who you are when you speak of I. And the question continues, I feel like if I just watch and do nothing to change my current status that I'm feeling stuck in, I will probably be like I am condoning my limitations and bad character that I've been wanting to change but still feel like I shouldn't because they're helping me survive. I get the gist of what you're saying and that's exactly it. Your bad character, bad character, good character. What character? Are we going to fight against the bad character and praise the good character? Or is the bad and good character of the same coin? How do we make peace with not enough, not good enough, not special enough, and the other side? And just see that neither one or the other I'm identified with. They just are different experiences. This one makes me feel like this. This one makes me feel like this. Oh, which one do you prefer? And see that one inspires you to the other. Appreciation for the two. I mean, obviously, if someone says to me, Raf, do you want war or peace? I love how peace feels like. Oh, war, just thinking about it. But am I going to go out and do a parade to then eliminate war from everything? No. I'm just going to focus more on the feeling of peace and not push against the wall. And then peace will be my experience. Why? Because I'm now soaked in that feeling because my conscious attention is on that side of the coin. But I do realize that war inspired me to that. I haven't declared... I haven't declared war against darkness. I haven't declared war against lack. Don't declare war against anything. They are the same side of the coin. And that's what makes reality. So you can experience reality. What you call reality. The three-dimensional. You need the two sides. So... Whoever sent me this beautiful question, I hope that shone some light and thank you for sending it. I do have another one, but it's extremely long. And I think I will reply personally to the young man. I finally am here. Sounds great. Anyone have... I can see there's six questions, but I can't see them. So... For today, our last daily practice that I'd like you to bring into your awareness. So we've got six until now. The seventh one, I'd like you to notice both sides of the coin. I'm meaning both sides of, of any perspective 
that the moment you can find a perspective that has been dominating your experience, write down the other side. What would that feel like? And sit with it. Sit with it. Sitting with it, the meditation, is that you're not identifying yourself with the one side of the coin, with the one perspective. You are now seeing the two of them. I don't have enough. I do have enough. And just feel the, the ease of them. Are you one or the other? No, darlings. You are that which includes all of it. You are not the egg and you are not the chicken. You are not this or that. There's a thing that's called, what's the yin and yang? That was far too complicated the way they explained it. Bring simplicity. Bring simplicity to this whole thing. Desire to see it clearly. Desire, because the opposite of clearly is difficult. It is complicated. Complicated, simple. Complicated, simple. That's what I asked for. I said, simplicity, please. Simplicity. I want to see clearly. And this is my intention. I want to find as many ways as possible to make this as simple as possible for you to realize how is it so that you are having experiences and how all of the experiences have nothing to do with you. You are not in the thoughts. You are not in the describing. You are not in the picture. You're not in the body having these sensations. Who you really are, noticing. I think I'm going to call you all Mr. and Mrs. Noticing. Notice. Notice the feeling. The feeling is the feedback of which side of the coin you're currently focused on. And if you just allow yourself to ask the question, what does the other side of the coin feel like Now you can go and have a look. Now you can go and feel it. But you know why? Because the feeling is there within you. You're currently focused on a perspective that's not allowing you to feel it. I'm not enough. I don't have enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. And you believe to be the character that doesn't have it. Because who you are, source, consciousness, the noticing, is, it is the feeling of abundance. But when you're identified as the painting and not as the painter, you're off in the woods, feeling the absence of this feeling. The two sides of the coin will highlight who you really are. I don't have enough. I do have enough. That's who I am. I am not special. I am special. That's who I am. And you just keep doing that. But the perspectives that you're all holding Get clear. Get to the, the one that holds all of them up. And that's why a lot of people talk about the core. What is the core belief? Because you'll have the main belief is, I'm not good enough, of some sort of not enoughness. And then it will look like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do this. And then you'll get like an offspring from the core. If you, and then a lot of people sort of say, oh, I found this one. Okay, but then you've just cut the branches off this part here. But then what's the main, where's the main trunk of it? So that's why I like to verbalize and write them down. 
So when I say I don't like to be one of my like I don't like to be told off. Okay, that's what I just saw in this experience. Somebody told me off. Marie told me off. And so I was just told off. But what is what's what's underneath there? What have been telling off? What's underneath there? So I felt like it was just a branch. There was something underneath there. What am I believing that being told off allows me to feel this contraction? And so I investigated. I didn't investigate. I just allowed myself. I asked the question. I asked the question. Why does being, t being told off irritate me so much? What am I not seeing? What am I not seeing? What am I not seeing is my favorite line. What am I not seeing? I don't see it. I want to see it. I don't see it. I want to see. I don't see the clarity. I want to see clarity. Okay? And it occurred to me being told off, I think I've said it in another video, but being told off is implying, that's a lovely word I like to use. What does it imply? What is it implying? You're being told off because people think you're wrong. I've done something wrong which means I'm not right, which means I'm not good enough. Find the core of the not enoughness and then I'm not enough. I am enough. Just feel how that, and the, the degree to the relief that you will feel will be to the degree of the pain you have been feeling of its opposite. And to me, when I literally uttered the words, I am enough, because I believe that most of us don't even allow ourselves to say it. I uttered the words out loud. I am enough. Oh, there was such a sigh of relief. So what did I do? I spent more time in I am enoughness than not enoughness. I sort of, you know, gave them... I wore one, I'm not enough for a while, and then I wore, I am enough for a while. Hmm. Until not enough and enough were quite comfortable together. Do I believe I'm not enough? Do I believe I am enough? No. I am the one with both. Thank you, darling. Thank you. And done. I don't, I don't hang on, oh, this I don't want, and this I will keep. It is the two that allow me to put on this reality coat and say, I am fine, one or the other. I don't identify myself with enough or not enough. I've put on the coat. I can see this coin on two sides. If you take away a side of this coin, what happens to it? You can't. You can't separate it. And when you believe you can separate the two, lack. Okay. In order to have a coin, you need the two sides. So then you can actually have the coin. And now you can do whatever you want with it. But if you don't have the two coins, and see how they both feel. You take one away, you're left with And you take this one away, you don't know. It's the, the combination of the two that you are not identified with. I am not this and I'm not that. I am that which knows the two. I recognize the two. I notice the two. That's what you can celebrate. I notice the two. I notice the two. You're the discoverer of the two. You brought awareness to the two. You're neither this, you're neither that. You've made peace. I'm so sorry. I can see there's a lot of comments here, but we always have all we need. You always have what we need. We always have all we need. We always have all we need. We always have all we need. Listen to that. We always have all we need. How does that feel? There is no having. 
when you're describing situations and you're describing an experience, you see things, you see forms and shapes and sizes, they are there. Do you have any of that? It's props sitting around you. There's a chair there, there's a table there, there's a television, there's a lamp, there's clothes, there's a car, there's a house. Is it, is it you having them? Who's describing, I have these things? You are not the things they are describing. They are labeled. We always have what we need. We always have what we need. It implies what? What does it imply? That you need things? What do you need? I need things. Feel how that feels. I don't need anything. Darlings, you are everything. You are that which gives life to the descriptions. You are that which gives life to the images. You are that which gives life to the experience. You are that which gives life to this thing called 3D reality. You are that which brings in the life. You are the consciousness into all of this. Darlings, you don't need anything. The character that believes it's not enough will need a BMW. Why? Because it believes it's not enough and it thinks that having this BMW will allow him to achieve the respect that he is so wanting. Our vocabulary, look at it. Look at the descriptions of what you're saying. Darling, you don't need, I need nothing. Everything flows to me. How? By simply feeling the vibrational frequency of that platform. I am now on that platform having that experience. And now I am speaking with different people. I am interacting with these props, these chairs and tables and cars. I am into having this experience. Notice the vocabulary. Notice what we take for granted and we do not question. We do not see. We are unaware. We are unaware. Become aware of what is being described. And this is why I say, notice how you feel when describing is happening. Notice how you feel when imagery is occurring. Notice how you feel while the experience is being experienced. The noticing is like being the fly on the wall and seeing all of this happen at the same time. So then you can identify what perspective is currently being held in order to have or not have the absence of these props, the absence of the experience, the absence of the feeling, or not. Have a look of what perspective. Oh, there's just, I can't. That was beautiful. Thank you, whoever wrote that. I didn't see your name. Um, David. David, welcome, David. Thank you for writing that. That is something that I've not given it any sort of importance. We have everything we need. We have everything we need. How does that make you feel? There's constraint in there. There's limitation in there. What are you implying? What do we... What would be everything you need, then what would be everything you want? The only question is, what do you want to experience next? And why? We off, the mind often comes to conclusions, oh yes, we need to experience more money so then we can feel more abundant. Oh, that will solve our problem. No, no, money will not solve the problem to feeling abundant. Money will not solve a problem because the feeling of abundance will bring abundance. Not money. So 
So what do you want to experience? I want to experience abundance. You want the feeling. Always when I say you want, what do you want? You want ask for the feeling because when you ask to direct your attention to the feeling, you have now landed on the platform that will allow you to have that experience. Always ask for the feeling. What feeling are you currently not experiencing right now? I do not feel, I want to experience love. Let me go out and find myself a lover. No, no, darlings. Hello, come back on. Come here, sit down. The feeling of love, love. It's always happening in here. The love is not going to give you the feeling. I want to feel abundant. Let's go get money. I want to feel important. Give me that job. If you, if you, I will be CEO. I will be important. Darling, we're missing the point. And this is conclusions or those nice advertisements on your TV that say, you know, if you're flying first class and you've got this luggage and you're hiring the car from this company, you will feel utterly important. You will be a social influencer. Are you feeling it? No. Without the feeling, the experience is incomplete. It feels void. It feels fake. It feels lackful. Without the actual feeling, you feeling one with source. That is love. It's unconditional love. I feel very complete. And I think the message that needed to come through today, the two sides of the coin. Oh, I love this analogy. Two sides of the coin. Remember it. When you bring two sides to it, the three-dimensional effect comes into reality. Without the two sides, It's just an imagery. And you believe to be it. See yourself that you're not the one side and you're not the other side. You are that which notices the two sides. Because the two sides are here and I am here noticing. So if you are, if you have the perspective of the one side and the perspective of the other side and you are the noticing, Here's the coin. You are the noticing. You are not in the thoughts. You are not in the story. You are not the feeling. You are the noticing. So when you begin describing your stories, I am currently in the situation. What do I do? Notice, what do I do? It is a description. The I that is in the description, I do not know what to do, is not you. It's a descriptive. You can even use the robotic kind of voice tone. I do not know what to do. It's not you. Just because you're using a tone of voice that you're familiar with, that you believe to be you, and you always refer to yourself as I, and now you see the word in the description I, you currently assume, oh, this is me. Uh -uh. Distinguish. Distinguish. Identify. Notice. Distinguish. Identify. Notice. It is simply a description. I do not know what to do. It's got nothing to do with you. And the noticing says, well, if the mind is describing, it doesn't know what to do. It is currently in a platform that it doesn't know what to do. Let's go to a platform that it does know what to do. And consciousness now turns towards the other side of the coin. What does that feel like? I always know what to do. I always know what to do in every given moment. It will occur to me. I am safe. 
Oh, I don't know how to do this. I do know how to do this. I'm not good enough. I am good enough. And settle, settle in the feeling because you're becoming familiar with it. So daily practice number seven, notice both sides of the coin. I shall see you tomorrow, darling. I can't see the rest of the comments. I do apologize. Bye-bye, love. Have a great day.